Boom. Hello and welcome to the Protector Nation podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to making the world a better place, making the world a safer place by making good people dangerous. In this podcast, we're going to study and understand what it takes to protect, to protect your family, to protect your loved ones, because we all know that you have a few basic needs, food, water, and shelter, but you also have the need to protect those things. In a world and society where evil runs rampant and is sometimes left unchecked, learning how to protect yourselves and your loved ones is becoming more and more important. And so we strive to raise the level of accountability to those who would do evil on this planet by making sure that the sheep, that the flock, is more well-versed in protecting themselves and their loved ones. If that sounds interesting to you, then sit back and enjoy the show. Out. Boom, what's going on you guys? Real quick, the Protector Symposium 4.0 is coming up. This episode is amazing. It's an amazing opportunity to talk about some of the things we will be training at the Protector Symposium 4.0. Entangled combatives, entangled combatives. That's what James is doing in this video. And I just wanna let you guys know, we will be in Florida October 1st through the 3rd studying just that with one of the best, the best in my opinion, instructor in the world when it comes to entangled combatives with regards to knife fighting and gun uh, employment, you know, your CCW employment in that area. So go to protectorsymposium.com and get your ticket while tickets last. We will be hands-on inside cars, human pressure, learning how to actually draw your gun and implement it in the exact same type of situation, close to the same, the same type of situation that James is in in this scenario. So don't hesitate. Get to protectorsymposium.com and get your tickets now. Uh, another thing you guys can take advantage of is our free training manual. We have a free training manual put together by all of the instructors we've had at the Protector Symposiums. This is your chance to get at a tremendous discount uh, uh, on, on, on the Protector Symposiums, but first and foremost, to also get um, the free training guide we put together based on the things we've learned from some of the best in the world uh, with regards to personal protection. So no matter what your background, law enforcement, professional protectors, uh, civilians, go protectornation.com and get that free training manual now. But hopefully we can see you guys at the Protector Symposium and we can all train together uh, and you guys can get a digital ticket or an in-person ticket. That's protectorsymposium.com. All of it can be found at my website, Byron Rogers, R-O-D-G, rogers.com. Hope to train with you guys. We want to make the world a safer place by making good people more dangerous. Back to the podcast. Out. Boom. Okay, so just a quick introduction. I got sevens over here all over the chat. Everyone can hear us. We're loud and clear on YouTube. Join me. Hit the link in my bio. Go to my YouTube channel to see this whole entire thing and to be able to leave comments because we're going to conversate with you. Um, a little bit about Praxidus. He's a Fallujah Marine. He's a highly decorated um, Fallujah Marine and also Afghanistan Marine. So Praxidus, one of the most um, highly respected Marines in my platoon. This was the guy, if you guys have ever watched me and heard me talk about going to combat my first time in combat, we're on top of a house after infiltrating Haditha, uh, 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 right? Aditha yeah. Dam, 4 a.m. in the morning. We go in, A pops go up. We're playing rock music. We got skeletons and stuff painted on our faces. We got <laughs> green smoke. And I'm sitting on top of a house in the middle of the night. Like it's my first night ever in combat. Now he's already been there, right? I'm sitting here and I'm 
I'm, I'm just holding it down. I'm not freaking out, but I'm like, this is nuts. We got PSYOPs playing. You remember this, right? Yeah, yeah. Crazy. <laughs> we got PSYOPs playing crazy sounds like women screaming, babies crying, pianos, sniper shots, all kinds of crazy stuff going on. I got the mosque kicking off in the back with the Kill the Infidel track. I'm sitting up here. My body heat's leaving my body because uh, I'm all laying on a roof. And I just remember Prax runs up and he's like, yo, B he's like, yo, Byron, this is straight Twilight Zone, right? And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, Corporal at the time. I'm like, yeah, this is straight Twilight Zone, man. And then we we got it on, man. And we we went on ahead and uh, we went on ahead and, and uh, took over that area, man. And it was it was intense. It was it was a life changing experience. But I would tell you guys that this is one of the Marines that I have the utmost respect for. He stayed with me through that whole invasion. I respect him as a man. I respect him as a Marine. The next morning, I picked up a 155 and almost blew us all up. Yeah, I remember <laughs> yeah. that shit. <laughs> he had to tighten me up for that boot stuff, you know. My first time in Iraq, you know. Um, but uh, this is a man I have the utmost respect for. So, you know. Uh, it's an honor to try to help this cause out. It doesn't shock me that he's doing what he's doing in the world right now. Um, Cause sometimes we look for our purpose, but sometimes purpose finds us, man. So uh, real quick Prax, man, what would, you know, what would you say about kind of the situation and like how you got drawn into this thing and, and what it is you're trying to do? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'll just get to it. Uh, just everyone, my, my background, you know, as far as with Instagram, I'm not like one of them Instagram influencers, man. I, I have a small following. Uh, so everything I tell you right now is going to be like raw, unfiltered, uncut, you know, just, just coming straight from my heart and, uh, just kind of talk about how all of this went down. So just on Sunday, uh, you know, just a regular, regular night, I'm about to go to bed around midnight, just watching some TV. And I get a phone call from one of my interpreters on WhatsApp. And, you know, I, that that app never pops off for me unless unless it's, you know, somebody international. And um, let me just make sure. And then uh, so I got I got a phone call and he's in Afghanistan. Uh, one of my interpreters named Lucky 10 years ago. And he's just giving me a call telling me like, shit, you know, I need help. Taliban is, is uh, targeting me. They're giving me a lot of death threats. And um, what can you do for me? What, what the fuck am I supposed to say to that at, at, at midnight? And, uh, and where do I go with that? Yeah. So from there, man, it was just straight hyperdrive. Real, real quick, for those of you guys that don't understand – your interpreter is like one of those people that you spend a deployment with. They become like a brother to you. They become like a brother to you. And then you have to look them in the eyes and you have to leave them there. And like we get on a plane and there's this mo for me, there's this moment of like. You got to go home in this like you don't get to leave this and like. In my head, I'm like, this person, I don't know how they're going to make it. You know what I mean? Like, you, it's like a brother you have to leave in the middle of hell. And you're so happy to go home. But, like, your interpreters, man, these guys, they, they suffer with you. They bleed with you. They yeah. endure hardship with you. They have jokes that you never heard before because they're from the other side of the world. You know, you learn about their culture. They feed you sometimes. They get you, like, local food. You know, so it's, right. yeah, it's like so they're like your brother. 
Yeah. So like when you, when you, when you put that into perspective, you know, the, the, the mission of, of a lot of people think that when we go to Afghanistan, our mission is to destroy and reduce Taliban. Yeah. That that's by and large, that's what we want to do. But really the deep mission is to win the hearts and minds of the Afghan people and pretend and train the army, right. As best as we can. Um, you cannot win the hearts and minds unless you have an interpreter there to talk and bridge that gap, that gap between a U.S. Marine, a U.S. Army soldier to an Afghan local national. Uh, they're not just there to interpret like our our mission and our intent, but also maybe to talk to a kid and see and see like, how, how's it? How, how you doing? Or how can we help you? You know, how can we help you improve your schools? How can we help you improve your villages? So interpreters are vital, vital, and they and they are embedded with us the entire time. We getting some feedback? No, I'm all good. I'm just touching some things up. I think it's gonna help. Okay, cool. Maybe it's my end too. I don't know. I think no, we're good. It's all on me. Go ahead, hit it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so exactly, I went uh, Sunday night. He gives me a call and he tells me I need some, I need some help. And so right then and there, I cook, you know, I kick an overdrive and I start reaching out to contacts, people that I know that are currently on the ground that are that are deployed there. And I start asking right away, how do we, hey, do you have any, can you can you try to find a way to let my guy in the gate? And from there, it just becomes uh, you know, a daily thing of and I'm still struggling to get it done right now. Uh, yeah. we're not successful yet. So Basically, you guys are seeing like, so the, so what are these guys going through, man? Like, I know the Taliban hunted down a group of Terps, interpreters. That's kind of what we call them, Terps, uh, and did some horrible things like chopped their arms off and hung them in the middle of the street and like took their families and stuff. You know, like, so the threat is definitely real. Uh, you know, uh, the other thing is like, I know I've seen some images of the front gates and it looks like a mosh pit from hell. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. It, it's so right now, you know, the, the media is going to say one thing about just like, we're taking so many people out and, and it, it's under control, but I'm FaceTiming with these guys. I, I've never, I've never had this in my life where I'm in, I'm literally in front of a, I'm with the Terp on his phone and I'm trying to navigate him through the streets of Kabul on how to get to the airport via Google Earth. And then at the same time, I'm watching Taliban checkpoints alongside with him and I'm telling him, hey man, back up, go left, go right, go here, whatever. And then, you know, you got to factor in the human factor. He's scared of shit. He doesn't want to move forward. But then, you know, in your mind, if he stays there, he's going to die. Or he's gonna, he's just gonna, he's not gonna get anywhere. So you gotta, you gotta coach him and encourage him the entire way. So at least for the first two days, it was more so how do we figure out to, how do we get you to the gate? And yeah. then in my mind, once we get you to the gate, you'll be fine. But little did we know what's at the gate. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, <clears throat> why? what's up with the Marines, man? Real quick, before we get into what's at the gate, but like, are they able to go out and get people? Are they able to, because I've heard there's like 10,000 Americans still trapped in this place. Are we able to run missions to get any of these people? I remember back in the day, Americans just go get Americans, man. What's going on with that? Yeah, definitely. 
you can't. So the Marines are are on a on a on a strict like. So right now, I I believe, and this is all speculation. Marines are yeah. on. I think they classify this as a as a humanitarian mission, and because it's on a humanitarian mission, we know the, about those. What's up? We oh know yeah, about humanitarian missions. Yeah, the humanitarian mission. The ROEs changed, so these guys are not actively patrolling the grounds. They're just there as a defensive position to um to just defend Kabul airport and maybe facilitate all of the uh the the refugees coming by. So with these guys, they're not allowed to go out there and just close in on the Taliban, which is pretty fucked up at that point because the Marines would they got their hands tied. They want to do they want to do what Marines do and they're great. You 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 let you, you let, let Marines open, loose. You take the chains loose, they're gonna do they're gonna do God's work. Yep. But because they're back and the Taliban sees that they're back you know, the Taliban's just unchecked, going around punking people, you know, char charging them for passage, slapping them around, abducting them, taking their documentation, just hindering the process to evacuation. Wow. So, yeah. So the game is getting these people even to the gate is That's a problem. It. Getting them to the gate. The, the whole game is hopefully if you are uh, – if you're a Turk, if you're if you got a veteran in back if you got a veteran backing you that's you're already hooked up because most guys are already screwed and then if you have that veteran backing you hopefully that veteran has a contact on the ground that you can link up to where for me i have a good buddy a mutual buddy of me and yours he's on the ground so it's the mission becomes how do i get my turp lucky right how do i get him to the marine and that's that's hard yeah. And another thing, I mean, one of the main things we're trying to do here is to see if you guys out there in the interwebs, in the Internet, have assets, know anybody who can help yeah. us facilitate getting these people out. You know, I know that there are some non-government organizations and NGOs that are out there doing work right now. And as, as I've checked with them, because this uh, because this extraction out of uh, uh, this country has been done so terribly, their bandwidth is like slammed. Like everyone I talked to is like, we are slammed right now. And so I'm ringing the alarm to see if you guys can get any assets over to uh, uh, Praxidus, or you can reach out to me. Uh, you can reach out to me through my website, byronrogers.com or DM me. If you guys have any assets to get out there, in fact, Let's see. How do you want to handle it? Do you have an email address or should I put maybe one of my business email addresses down here for everyone to reach out to if they do have any assets? Yeah, you guys can even hit me up on uh, on on my Instagram. I'm, I've been getting okay. a lot there. But okay. so check it out. This is what I really need from everybody. You know, yeah. first, like the thoughts and prayers. They're cool. I'm getting a lot of that. Thank you. You know, like I'm not going to I'm not going to, you know, shit on that because those are always important. You know, they keep you going and stuff. And then I got a lot of emails as far as, hey, fill this form out, call this person for, for paperwork, administrative stuff. So I thought that was the way, but really that's not the way. What I really need now is I need, I need, a, I need vehicles. I need armored vehicles uh, with armed contractors or whoever to escort my 11 that I have to the Kabul airspace or to the uh, Kabul airfield. Now, a lot of people say, well, well, shit, is that is that possible? Absolutely. I've seen it. Definitely We've possible. had two of our interpreters be evacuated already via vehicles. I right. need the same thing for my 11. They're, they're around there. 
the other foreign services out there, like the British, the British, the Italians, the Germans, they're doing a great damn job. They're actually going forward of the wire, hand selecting, you're a Terp, you're a Terp, you're coming to me, and then they're guarding them and walking them back in the line. Unfortunately, our Marines cannot do that. And it's not a shot at the bow of the Marines. They, they're, it's they're not the Marines. They're following orders. Exactly. You know, their job you know is to defend the airfield. Because without the Marines and the, and the 82nd Airborne there and all the others, there will not be any security for those big-ass planes to fly off. Yeah. So I need vehicles. That's like my biggest request from anybody. If anybody knows that – if ever, anybody knows an NGO or anybody out there that has some sort of vehicle assets – Send him my way. Yeah, and you can hit him up on his Instagram page. Let me pull up. Hey, text me your IG handle too here real quick when you get a second. Yeah. Um, because the reality of the the reality of this mission is, you know, it's not like a bunch of mission uh, Marines that are out there E&E. These are like normal people. It's like an interpreter. These people have their families with them. There are thousands of people at these gates. If you go back and look on my IG page, you'll see thousands of people at these gates. And there it's like impossible to get to the front of these gates you definitely need help and on top of that the other thing is man there's the human component they haven't had food water shelter they're at these they're in these lines for days let talk on that man yeah there it, it's crazy the amount of like experience you have to pull back on or you have to rely on when you when you go out there it's not just a simple walk your ass to the gate it's mm. You have to make sure like you, you're doing a full inspection on them. Like, hey, make sure you put shoes on. You have battery. You're, you got a full charge in your phone. You have water. You have food. You it's have like you have some sort of plan. And then it's gotten to the point where it's like take a picture of each other. That way I see what your attire looks like to make sure you got your damn shoes on. And then also that way I can get that image and send it to my contact on the ground and yeah. can see you. So there's got to be all this planning in between that – Without, without, I believe a veteran there to give them those considerations, it would be straight up utter failure for them. Yeah, and it would be terrible failure. And like the reality is, is it's the human component, it's the civilian component. It's not like a bunch of Marines and you can just crack the whip and be like, "Yo, let's push, let's get over it and get after it." Uh, who cares if you haven't eaten? You know what I mean? It's it's a completely different game. So you were saying, uh, so getting them to the gate is a problem, and then it's what's at the gate that is that is even worse. So what's waiting for these guys if they make it near these gates? Is there like a cordon? Is there enemy there? Yeah. So what's so at the gate when they're going when they're pushing through the gate? The biggest thing that they're going to have to battle for battle through is first the Taliban checkpoints. There's usually uh, a Taliban checkpoint right in the back of that that is just you know fucking with people, um, mm -hmm. intimidating, pushing them, kicking them, doing all sorts of crazy crap, and then you break through the mob. Now, and now you're in the mob, the and that's deadly too. Yeah. Now the mob is being also messed with by the Afghan army, you know, because the Afghan army's job is to make sure that nobody's cutting in line. There's nothing disorderly going on. But yeah. when they get overwhelmed, they start firing their rounds. They freak out. They start shooting. Everybody, <laughs> everybody's running around. People are getting trampled. CS gas is being deployed. That's the worst too. You yeah. Know, you, you put these. You put these chemical agents in such small areas, um, it, it's gonna it's gonna have a huge impact. And then there's yeah. no water to actually you know rinse their face off. So they're in this shit all day. And I'm not just talking about the men. I'm talking women, children, elderly. They're in this all day. So it's it's tragic. It's mm -hmm. it's a 
You know, it could be a two, it, it, the the gate could be. I'm going to give a, an arbitrary number. It could be 400 meters long, but it will take 10 hours to get through that because of the mob. Yeah, and I think the thing that kills me is just thinking, you know, like you're here, you're safe, you're doing these operations, and you guys that are asking questions, I'm going to look through the questions and hit some of these questions at the end, man, when we're wrapping up here. Um, and yeah, Prax is literally like, I've been interacting with him for the last few days and he's been up for like the last, what, 96 hours. Cause yeah. dinner night is our oh, day. Yeah, yeah. Just trying to get people through. And as a veteran, man, it's crazy that, that, you know, as veterans, we still have to like throw down and fight this war, man. And we'll just help, help, you know, how can you not help? You know, it's one of those things, even for me, even though that wasn't my war, I still feel like part of my. Like just because my brother's DNA is over there, you know what I mean? But like <clears throat> just waking up one day and finding out that your protection's gone and looking at your family, that's the thing that gets me. I see these videos of like crowds being trampled and kids being trampled and kids with gas. And like we know what it is to be gassed and like every fluid in your Everything. brain is dumping out and like we at least could go and like dump our heads in some water or, right. or and the thing when you're getting gassed like if you get gassed good you know you're not gonna die but you're sure you're gonna die like it yeah sucks and it's not like the gas we use in the states the cold gas this is the real cs gas and you think you're gonna die man and then the heat and then the exhaustion and then the lack of hydration it's kind of a death pit, man. And there's a lot of video footage that I have not even posted that really, really, really depicts that and shows that. Um, once you text your IG handle over to me, Prax, I'll put it up. I can probably yeah, put yeah. it up on one of these screens here. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, man. So really, man, if you guys know anyone, reach out to Praxitus at on his uh, IG uh, and you can also send an email over to me. I'll put our business email in here. Um, so that you guys can uh, also uh, research group admin at bravo research group.com if you guys have any assets that you guys can can go on ahead and send over um or help us or know anyone uh if you know anyone who might be able to help if you guys know anyone who, who's on the ground over there or know someone else who maybe even is in the other militaries that can actually go out and run missions and go and get people, you know, um, through six degrees of separation, we all know each other, man. And that's the beauty of this technology. And that's um, and that's the beauty of, of the Internet. And to me, it's not even about like, you know, the, the, the politics of it all, you know, like let the warriors kill each other, man. But let's save the innocent. You know, like when we signed up to be Marines, we knew we were signed up for, you know, we were ready to die for whatever the cause was for America. That was just, that was our mentality. That's what we're here to do. We're here to die for our nation. That's the game. And we're here to, you know, kill for our nation. But what gets me, man, is when you see these Terps and their families are in this stuff, I'm just like, man, we got yeah. as protectors. And that's really what my brands are about. It's a protector nation. It's executive protection lifestyle podcast. Like what I'm here to do is make the world a safer and better place by helping good people to be more dangerous, more willing, capable and prepared. You know, and, and I think this is one of those ops where if you call yourself a protector, you know, um, if you call yourself a protector, these are the types of things we are strong so we can protect innocent people and so we can protect the weak, you know, and that's why this stuff tugs at my heartstrings. It tugs at a lot of our heartstrings because it's like, man, if I can do something about it, even though I can't go over there right now, you know, 
that's what I'm gonna do. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's and that's that's a lot of it. And and there are a lot of things about this whole situation that you know are weird, <laughs> you know, to say the least. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, I remember checking my weapon out uh, from Pendleton, and I remember taking it right back to Pendleton and and putting it right back in Pendleton. So I don't know who's leaving weapons. Like they would have literally had to have pried us from our weapons and been. I mean, serialized gear being left in a war zone? Like, what yeah. military? Who does that, man? You know, like, that's weird for me. I'm like, they would have had to have told us. I don't even know. I mean, yeah, that's, that, you know, some interesting things, man. Um, So, you know, the way forward is basically we need to get get more help to these guys down there on the ground. And everybody knows someone or can call someone or can call a congressman uh can right. do something you know don't leave it up to someone else to do it that's the main thing i think that we as americans have done wrong and are doing wrong is we leave these things up to other people man and we're like someone else is going to do it i don't have time but now i'm starting to realize you know that it's that here i am send me man it's no one else is going to do it you know and you know we run into dead ends fighting wars all the time but we get to a place where it's like you know what we can't give up like these Terps are sitting in there right now. They're hiding from the enemy behind en enemy lines as we speak. And they're thinking to themselves, they're in more fear than any of us will ever experience in our entire lives. Probably like, let that sink in, man. You're the man of the house or you're the, the woman of the house. Cause your husband died in war or whatever. And um, you're staring at your family and you're like, I got to figure this out somehow, man. You know, and the reality is, you know, people like us that actually care might be all they have, like literally, you know. That's it. No, that's we're all we right now. We're that we're, <laughs> we're all we got. We're all they got. You know, you got you gotta you gotta take action. Um, and, and it's tragic. It's a, it's a tragic event. It's an international nightmare. Um, yeah. I implore all of you to really get involved and see this for what it's for what it's worth. Like this is gonna cause. Once we're fully out of there, there's going to be thousands and thousands displaced. Yeah. And when you have a when you have a large group of people that are displaced like that, it is a proven formula for an easy for easy recruitment for Taliban and other type of terrorist organizations. Absolutely, like that. you Absolutely. will they will be recruited. Yeah, so, um, America turned their back on us. America yeah. turned their back on us. And that's going to be the story they're going to be telling while they're out there and they're joining the ranks of those who are trying to aggressively indoctrinate and recruit them. Let's look at some of these questions we have out here, man. Uh, yo, Josh Freydog. <laughs> Josh Freydog, he was 3-1 back in the day, man. If I remember right, uh, he's like, yo, I would love to go, man. Um Winning hearts and minds, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do we, how do you guys feel about the huge discrepancy between what's actually happening on the ground or over uh, what we keep hearing in the news? I mean, I don't want to get too political. Oh, about the Taliban being inclusive. Yo, what do you think about the Taliban being inclusive, Prax? You have more experience with them than me. You, you know, you know, man, like, <laughs> I'm not even. I'm used to, so without getting political, I'm I'm just yeah. used to I'm I'm used to things being different on the ground than how it is in the media. You know, shit's always yes. going to be worse in the ground. You're yeah. never going to like when the when and you know this when the media tells you something like oh it's clear or we got it under control. Hell no, nah, that shit's not under control yet. 
It takes a little bit longer. You know, the Taliban is, you know, they, they're, they are, they're animals, you know, and, and they're pretty trained. You know, I, they, yeah. they are, they are to be respected as fighters. You know, they're not to be, they're not to be underestimated. They can't yeah. fight. Obviously they're going to lose though all the time with Marines and, and service members, but, uh, they're just animals. And, and, and to think that they will, they will take Afghanistan and make it modern and allow women to do whatever the hell they want. Bullshit. Yeah. No, I, I don't believe that for one second. Nope. We have like years of experience there. They're in like triple digits of, of fighting. I watched a documentary the other day and they're like, for us, victory is just to continue fighting. <laughs> you know, That's it. Trying to drain our resources. You know, that's it. Yeah. The war of attrition has been one of their best weapons. Mm -hmm. And it's, I mean, they take young women into, you know, they marry them at like 12, 13, 14, you know, and imagine, and, and there's a few things I will mention, you know, imagine them going right now, they're going house to house, taking weapons from civilians and from people who are former military. I saw a video of a dude, a military dude, man, two military dudes used to serve together, bro. And you could, you could tell. And one dude's like, Hey, you got to give us your gun. And the dude's like crying. He's like, I can't, I won't ever give up my gun. Not till the day I die. I will never give up my gun. He's like, I'm sorry. You're going to have to kill me. And I just, it just, it just, it just did something, man. Cause I, 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 here we are, man. You know what I'm saying? 2021. And this dude is just sitting here and he's like, I can't do it. They're both in uniform, man. And he's like, but imagine that, man. It's like, this is why, this is a little rabbit hole. This is why we have to be as good people. We must be strong and we must be capable of defending ourselves. Yeah. The ability to protect yourself is the one right. Thank God it's right here for the time being. It's the one right that literally makes it so that you can protect all your other rights. Because yeah. you, you can go protest if you want to. You can be mad about it and talk about it on Instagram if you want to. But the only thing that keeps evil in check is formidable, strong, good. And yeah. there's civilians right now sitting in that country just like, man, when these Marines leave, we are dead because we can't. That's it. That's it. And a lot of them are not capable of violence. You know, yeah. a lot of them yeah. are not. So and I'm talking about the civilians, maybe a lot of a large part of the the, the Afghan army, as, as we saw. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm looking. I'm looking through these questions. Let me know if you guys have any more questions. Are you going to touch base with the such and suches to see if you know anyone who might have access to vehicles? Uh, okay, there might be someone we can check with there. Right gear. I mean, I don't want to like read it out loud. Okay, what happens to dudes that didn't give Oh, what happened to the dude who didn't give up his gun? They cut the film, man. I don't know. I do know it ain't America, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> out there, you have to earn it. You're still having to earn your freedom. You earn your right to worship and, and live, you know? I mean, and then just to show you guys how important this is, when we were in Iraq, uh, the my first deployment, I remember the night we left, didn't we get a report that everyone that we had um, tried to put in office and all the different, the power structure, the people that we got elected, like, I think one or two of them got assassinated and then everyone resigned. <laughs> and this was right before yeah. we got on the buses and it was like, we did nothing almost. Uh, and 
that killed me, man. And I remember being like, dang. And it was all because they didn't trust that the new Marines that were relieving us uh, could defend them, you know. So that's how I can be in these places, you know, and and trying to put a new structure in place and then leaving like this and taking your military out first. Um, yeah, real weird. Yeah, real weird. Like, we don't know how to do, <laughs> like our military just doesn't know how to do military stuff. Yeah. yeah, you know, uh, it's very interesting. <laughs> but anyways, you guys, uh, out of fear of going too long here, you know, I I'm glad we're able to spend this time together. Let's see. William asked a question. How do we get all of the ones trying to help in one place so we can share assets? That's what we're trying to do here. Um, and, you know, I want to encourage you guys again, if you know anyone, if you guys are on Instagram, I'm primarily focusing on the live stream. So I'm focusing a lot on the questions that we have on on YouTube here. But if you guys have access to any personnel, any people that are on the ground that know what's going on, if you guys have access to any vehicles, any NGOs, non-government organizations, if you guys have know anyone who might know anything or any anything that can help Praxis help these people on the ground, send a direct message to Prax. Let me make sure I pull up your uh, Instagram. Yeah. Or, or did you text me your IG handle or let's see here. Boom, boom, boom. I never log in on my, on my top top. So well, you guys on Instagram, you guys can follow Praxis and then you guys can, uh, you can follow him there. I mean, you guys can reach out to him there, but um, let me pull up that account. Uh, but you can send an email to my business account, um, admin at bravoresearchgroup.com. Yo, Instagram is not letting me log in right now. You're going to have to pull up your handle <laughs> real quick and send it to me. Everyone, on, after we cut the uh, IG film, then we will uh, we'll, uh, we'll stay on here for a second and you can put your handle in here. And I'll put my website, my web address one more time in here. Cool. Admin at... Bravo Research Group.com. Boom, you can hit me up there, and we're going to figure out a way to consolidate these assets. Uh, if you guys don't follow us on YouTube, I'll shoot that link down here too. If you guys are on another platform, I'll also put one more link just for you guys too. You can also reach out to me through my website. Um, and, and uh, we can start talking about how the heck we can try to get some stuff, get some of the right people to around practice to help them. Yep. You know, this almost to me makes me want to, it makes me want to start some kind of NGO of my own where we just champion special causes like this. When something like this happens, we consolidate assets and um, we consolidate assets and we, we, we go on ahead and we help out. You know, because I really wish I was in a position to do more, you know. Yeah, and man. I feel I feel the same way. And and I could I could see it, especially when I talk to some of the Marines that are down there right now, you know, like God yeah. bless them, man. Their their hands are tied and they're they're doing they're doing the Lord's work and and uh you know, not not they don't get the attention they deserve, these young Marines who who are finishing the war that I that I started that I entered in, uh, you know, 20 years ago. So, you know, to, to all you guys that are serving there, the Marines, the, the soldiers, all you guys, like, like get, get the job done. And I know they yeah. will. 
Absolutely. That's what we do, man. I know that whatever they're told you, they're going to do a good job at it. And, uh, you know, some I'll see you at 4.0, brother. Yo, that's what's up, Josh. Protect your symposium 4.0 is coming up. He says he's going to see me there. That's going to be awesome, dude. I can't wait to train with you. Um, but yeah, man, no. Uh, for those guys on the ground that have their hands tied, we know how painful that is to yeah. sit there and see a quality problem and not be able to do anything about it because of your orders. Um, but keep your head up and do as much good as you can. You know, if you guys do see this, this podcast or someone shows it to them, my advice to those guys, dude, is do as good, much good as you can H hand out as much waters as you can. Right. You know what I'm saying? Give out as many Jolly Ranchers to kids as you can. You know what I'm saying? Cause I think what a lot of people who don't go to war don't realize is like the other people, a lot of times, especially the good people, man, they're just people who were born in a different place and haven't had the opportunities that we have, man. And they just don't, they haven't had it. And so they're yeah. looking at your, you know, your, your gloves or your shoes. And they're like, Oh my, you look like a Martian from outer space to them. You know what I mean? Like they're like, wow. But you know, we're all humans, man. And it's really tough. You know, they, sometimes even you find yourself in a position where you're like, man, you know, these dudes that we got tied up are just kids that had no freaking idea. They just wanted to belong to something, you know, and they ended up on the wrong side of a fight, you know. That's so um, let's do what we can from where we're at. I'm going to put another link down here, you guys, too. Just as we close, a few quick announcements. Protector Symposium 4.0 is coming up. Don't miss it. OK, you know, I got to put I, I'm trying to help people get some training, train with us, get better right now. In the world, in America, it's becoming more and more evident that you're responsible for your own protection. That's what's happening. That's what everyone's starting to realize. You can't pretend, you can't depend on the government and law enforcement to do it. So I got a link to some free training. You guys can go on ahead and join us and check out. Boom. You guys on YouTube know you can hit the link in my bio. We got a free training guide put together by some of the best in the business. Um, and, uh, just a quick shameless plug about that. But Pratt, thanks so much for your time with us, dude. Yeah. It's always an honor, man. I'm I'm blessed to have served with you and under oh, you. Oh, same man. way, man. Much it's, love to you, dude. <laughs> much love. It's crazy. We're doing this stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> Life is but a dream, but we're still helping. We're still fighters, man. We're still That's fighting. It. That's it. All you veterans out there, find a way to fight the good fight, man. Make positive contributions. Find your purpose. Find your new fight and get after it. All right, you guys, we will holler at you. You'll see us out here on the internet. So I'm going to hit, I'm going to turn off Instagram and then I'm going to hit the live chat. Yeah. Thanks for being with us. I love you guys. You guys are awesome. Thanks for the support. <laughs> Boom. All right. All right. Sweet, brother. Let's shut. All right. Do, 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 do. Live has ended. Am I, am I off? Are we live? No, you're still, we're still live. We're still okay. live. Okay. Share to your IG. I want everyone to get a chance to see this. Boom. I don't okay, know I can deal with that in a minute. Oh. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. I'm running the spaceship right now. We're in the spaceship. Okay. <laughs> All right, you guys, on Instagram, on YouTube, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, here on this live feed. I hope you guys liked it. I'm going to do a lot more of these. Uh, thank you so much. Put your mind to it. Let's see if we can fight the good fight and uh, we can do some good in the world. Prax is still out there. Probably what's happening with people on the ground right, <laughs> All right now. All damn day, man. All day. You know? <laughs> And, and lead them, be your gunny practice, dude. This is what you do. So that's what's up, man. All right, brother. Much love. You know where to find me. I hope this helps. Of course. See y'all. Bye. Boom.
Boom. Yo, what up? I hope you guys really enjoyed that episode. Hey, listen, in order to get more out of the brand, I want to encourage you to go join us on our social media platforms and join us at protectornation.com. We post different types of content on our different platforms at different times. Uh, You'll get blog posts, you'll get videos, you'll get real world combat engagements and things like that. So stay plugged in in order to get the most out of the brand. In order to support us, also go to protectornation.com and buy something or join forces with me on Patreon. You'll scroll down the homepage and you'll see the link. Uh, Anything you can give counts, you know, think about whatever you would lose in your cushions or like spend on McDonald's this month, five bucks a month, whatever it is. Uh, That helps. That helps us make the world a better place by making good people dangerous. Anyways, this is Byron Rogers, protector by nature and by trade. And I'll see you on the next piece of content, whether it's a video or podcast out.